What we're dealing with here, glittering air, is a complete lack of respect for the law and smoking the reef. Call the dust pump. We live in a society of laws. That pump? Yeah. No, that's not real. This thing a weed. Takes one side a weekend of training to get that bag. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to the Police Academy podcast. It is called the Police Academy podcast because we help regular people understand what is going on behind the scenes in law enforcement, how cops actually think and why they do the things that they do. We also help people get into law enforcement. We help wannabe cops become actual cops. And that's what this episode is about. We're going to talk about the four most common police hiring disqualification questions that I get all the time. So this show is a selfish endeavor for me because uh, I've I've been doing the work hard, not smart way, and I this is going to help me work smart and not so hard uh, because in the future, when I continue to get these questions about am I disqualified because of my past drug use, because of my credit score, because I've been arrested before, because I have tattoos. I can just point people to this episode. So if I have pointed you to this episode, don't be offended that I didn't answer you directly um, because the answer is always the same. And this episode was actually created specifically for you. So um, before we get into that, that's what this show is about. Before we jump into that, make sure you go check out our membership over at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Um, number one, by doing so, you're supporting our law enforcement officers. As I mentioned, we we help citizens, civilians, non-law enforcement people understand what's going on in the law enforcement realm. Um, we don't make excuses for cops here. Uh, you all know that if you've been listening to the show for very long, but we do help people understand why police do what they do, what they're trained, what uh, what is normal, what is not. Um, if you want to support that endeavor, educating the public while also supporting our law, enfor law enforcement officers because we are their voice uh, at a time when they really don't have one. Uh, go check out our membership. You can get into the membership for less than one cup of Starbucks a month. So um, literally not going to notice this in your bank account uh, or you know your credit card statement at the end of the month. Uh, it's very easy to get into. We have three different levels of membership. Uh, the membership allows you to connect with our community. It allows you to connect to connect with me. Um, it also gives you access or the option to get our limited edition Tumblr. We have like, I believe, four of them left. So do not wait on that. Uh, the The Tumblr will get replaced with a uh, another Tumblr, but the the first 50 Tumblrs are almost gone, and there is a special contest that goes along with that Tumblr. So there's like, like I said, I think there's four left, so jump on that if you want to get one of those. And of course, you can get free stuff. We just did our Badge Life t-shirt giveaway. We've been talking about that for a long time. Uh, Jordan W., Alec H., Michael B., uh, Michael... I'm waiting on you for a t-shirt size, so don't forget to send me that. Uh, everyone else, I have yours. Meredith H., Morgan W., David K., Kevin H., Josh M., uh, Michael S., Christian T., and Jonathan M. 
have all won a free Badge Life t-shirt. I have everyone's sizes except for Michael B. So um, congratulations to all of you guys and gals who won a shirt. I will let them know and send those out uh, here probably this weekend with the exception of this, the one size I don't have. So, but that's a great example. We do uh, free giveaways and these are, I'm wearing one of these shirts right now. They're better quality than an Under Armour shirt and they don't support organizations like Black Lives Matter. They actually support the people who are doing the hard work in protecting and supporting our communities, which are law enforcement officers uh, around the country. So go check them out. The Batch Life dot com is where you can see what they have to offer and see why uh one of these shirts or you know they they sell other it's essentially fitness apparel um it's similar to under armor and that's why i mentioned them because it's basically the same kind of genre except um you know you're supporting a, a cause that you that aligns with your values um if it in fact does so Go check them out and uh, go check our membership out, patreon.com and thebadgelife.com. All right, so let's jump into this. The four number one most common questions that I get and that are asked when it comes to, you know, am I disqualified for becoming a police officer? Um, and what this really comes down to is that you need to learn how to tell your story. Um, everyone has a unique case, but the response to these questions, whether it's drugs, credit, uh, arrests, tattoos, right? The response is always the same. You know, if I've answered an email about, uh, you know, one of these questions by sending you to this episode, just please listen to it because I, again, I created this just for you. Um, answering specific scenarios is not necessary, almost without exception. This episode will answer your question. All right, so I'm going to deal with the drugs, credit, and arrests first because tattoo, tattoos are a little different. So in regard to drugs, your credit score, and past arrests, the hard line, the, the bright red line, right, is when it comes to answering whether you're qual disqualified or not to be to get hired on a specific police agency comes down to that specific agency's hiring policies right so look up the de the department or agency's hiring requirements and their policy if you can't find it um, call them and ask if they have one that you they can send you or if they can answer your question over the phone um if they can't answer your question or they don't publicly state specifically, you know, what, um, you know, how much time there needs to be from past drug use, what kind of crimes disqualify you, et cetera. If they can't concretely answer your question, then it's probably not a formal disqualification, meaning you haven't crossed the bright red line, right? You haven't crossed that line in the sand. Now, the harder question to answer is when it is the, when it relates to the soft line or um, the kind of the, the gray area. If they don't have a concrete answer, then it's a maybe, right? And you're only going to find out by going through the hiring process. So 
and this is where most people's questions come in. Um, so if, if you're asking this question, you haven't looked up their policy, go do that. That's step one. If it doesn't answer your question, here we go. Step two. First, you have to own your past. We all make mistakes. The people interviewing you have made mistakes. Your mistakes build maturity. They build wisdom. You learn how to, you, you learn wisdom, right? You learn um, how to be an adult and make good decisions by making bad decisions. You know, some of us learn faster than others. Some people never learn. And if you're one of those people, you're not going to be a police officer, right? But we all make mistakes. Don't be afraid of your mistakes. Why are you a better person now? Because of your past mistakes. That is the question you have to answer for yourself. You need to ask yourself, how did those, those mistakes, um, my past drug use, that time in my life, that time I got arrested, right? The, the time that I couldn't make my, my payments because I was, I was young and dumb, right? How did those moments and those times in my life make me who I am today? You know, what did they teach me and how can those things help me help other people who might be in that place now, right? One of the great things about struggles in life, going through, um, dealing with your own mistakes, dealing with tragedy, um, pain, suffering, which we all do, right? Everything, every person you meet is going through something which you know nothing about, Right. And those things, the great benefit of them is that they allow you to help other people when they find themselves in a similar situation because you can relate and you can say, hey, I've been here uh, and I can help you through it and I can, I can assure you that there is hope, there's, there's an, the other side, that you will get through it and life will go on. Right. So not only can you explain what these things taught you, but you can explain how it will allow you to be a better police officer by being able to relate to the people you're going to deal with um, in you know, the performance of your duties. Now, time is also your friend. You need to you want to show a solid track record of of making better decisions. You know, a lot of, a lot of these questions revolve around this, this aspect of time. I, you know, I smoked weed a year ago. Am I disqualified or do I need to wait? Right? Well, the, the, the real answer is the more time between your bad decisions and you taking control of your life and making good decisions, the better, right? The longer, um, your the the longer your track record of making good adult and responsible decisions, the better. There may at times be a hard line there. The, a department may say if you've used illegal drugs within the past two years, you cannot be considered as an applicant. Um, but not all departments have that, and um, ultimately, if they don't have that hard line, it comes down to your ability to to explain that you truly have changed your life. 
which then comes down to the evidence. What evidence can you provide to this employer, potential employer, to support your claim that you're not that person that was smoking weed six months or a year? Six months is going to be a hard sell. I'll be honest. Once you get under a year, I think most employers, and this is just my intuition on this, um, I think most employers are going to be hard-pressed to believe that you have truly moved on from that stage in your life. However, if you can convincingly sell that, there's a shot there. And that requires evidence. What have you done in the past six months that proves uh, that you are are taking control of your life and and really taking things seriously, right? Um, you know, have you started college? Have you uh, gotten gotten a new job? Have you moved um, away and or or out of a place that was a bad environment to be in? Gotten rid of all these crappy friends that um, were negative influences on you? Whatever, right? What changes have you made that show that you're taking your life seriously now? But ultimately, the more time, the better, and the more evidence you can provide to to show that you're taking life seriously, that you are serious about a career in law enforcement, the better. Now, and as that that time window, that gap in time grows, it makes it easier to to take those things and say, listen, when I was younger, right, it's it's a lot easier to go, when I was younger, when that time gap is three, four years ago than when it was six months ago, because I wasn't a whole lot younger. That's You're kind of in the same uh, stage in life, generally speaking. When I was younger, I made some really dumb decisions. I hung out, I hung out with some people I shouldn't have, and this is how that changed me. This is what I learned. All right. So that, what I just talked about there, applies to drugs, it applies to your credit score, and it applies to arrests. In all three cases, those are, those are either stages in your life or sometimes it's just moments in your life where you made a bad decision. And... And that answer applies to all three, drugs, credit, and arrests. Now, moving on to tattoos. Um, tattoos do overlap here because they, they do, well, you know what, let me read this first and then we'll talk about tattoos. So they're a little different, but I'll explain here in a second. I'm going to read this quote from a listener that, that just sent this in. It was great timing because I, I needed to get this episode done and, uh, and, and tattoos do kind of fall into this category. So here we go. Quote, hello, I am 32 years old and want to attend our local police academy. The biggest worry I have uh, in regard to becoming a police officer is not being able to find a job due to my tattoos. I have many in which none are offensive, uh, but some are located on my hands and neck. I would love to hear your opinion on this or others that have the same issues. I don't believe this says anything about who I am and know that they are becoming more accepted. I uh, thought this would be a great episode idea considering the younger generations that want to go into policing 
are also uh, more commonly than past generations covered in tattoos. Um, okay, end quote. So the hard line that I talked about earlier is still the same. Am I disqualified because I have visible tattoos that I can't cover? They're on my hands, they're on my neck, hell, they're on my face, right? I, I was young and crazy and I, and I thought it would be cool to put a freaking unicorn on unicorn horn on my forehead. I don't know. Right. You have, but you have these tattoos that will be extremely difficult to hide or even, you know, sleeves, right. That used to be a big thing. My department changed its policies to allow sleeves, you know, while I was there. And that was years ago now. So the hard line still call still applies. Look up the department's policies on tattoos. It's usually, um, a specific policy related to tattoos and you'll be able to see whether or not they're required or whether or not they're allowed, um, whether or not it's a disqualification, can you cover them up, you know, what have you. You can find that out by looking up their policy, by contacting the agency. And if they don't have a concrete answer that for sure answers your question, then we move on to the second part. Then the answer is maybe. And again, we find ourselves in the hiring process in the interview, um, and it comes down to your ability to sell yourself and to use your past as a strength. All right, so tattoos, facial hair, and even like unique hairstyles, they're all becoming, this listener is correct, that they are all becoming more common uh, in law enforcement. They're becoming more accepted. Agencies are are kind of pulling back from very restrictive policies on these things. When this listener said, I don't believe this says anything about who I am. They do. They absolutely do say something about who you are. And that's not a bad thing. If you've seen Moana, the kids movie, the Disney movie, right? Um, In Moana, uh, Maui. Maui's uh, the character, one of the main characters, right? He's uh, the Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Maui, and he's got all these tattoos. And each tattoo, they're they're like a living thing, right? He doesn't actually go to a tattoo parlor; they didn't have those back then, I assume. Um, but in any case, he's he's this demigod, right? And he these tattoos appear on his body supernaturally when. He goes through a major life event, essentially. And this is how they, how he, he tells Moana about his past. He points to his tattoos and they come alive and they explain, you know, when he was born, his parents didn't want him and they threw him in the ocean and then the, um, the ocean saved him and, uh, Tahiti uh, chose him and made him a demigod and, you know, then he created islands so that the, the, um, what were they called? The voyagers, uh, would sail the ocean seas and, or waters and, and go find these islands, right? And each of these events in his life created a new tattoo on his body. So your tattoos do tell a story. There's a reason why, and it may just be because you were too drunk to make a good decision. Um, 
there's a reason why you have each and every tattoo that you have. They say something about you, whether you want them to or not. So be prepared to tell your story. Let them tell your story, um, but but be prepared to tell it in a way uh, that 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 makes you look good, right? That sells you to a, a potential employer. So how did those times in your life shape who you are today for the better? Some of your tattoos may have come from a very dark place in your life, and that's okay. They do, they do absolutely say something about you. They say that you went through a dark place and you came out on the other side. So be prepared to explain, give some context. And that, that also applies to the drug, um, the drugs, credit and arrest, right? You can give context. You don't want to risk go too far and make it sound like you're making excuses, but give some context as to what, where you were at in life. And then, you know, what you learned from that, right? But give some context. Your tattoos are context. They, they tell part of your story. So again, control that narrative. Be able to explain each and every tattoo that you have, why it's there. Now, in an interview, are you going to sit there and walk through every single tattoo you have? No. But the ones that this listener's listener is asking about are, you know, ones that are going to be visible at all times, right? And so those are probably going to be the focus. Um, but in any case, they tell part of your story. So be prepared to um, explain where they came from who you were then and who you have become because of those moments and those times in your life. Now, moving on to hair, facial hair, you know, your hairstyle, etc. This is and I just mentioned this cuz it kind of comes along with general appearance. Um this is something you can control now, obviously, right? This is a malleable thing you you can it grows back, right? Um so it grows back. Look the part. Um, you need to look clean. You need to look professional, even if it doesn't fit your your style, right? Millennials want to be want to be them. Don't want to be put in a box, whatever. But do you want the job or not? Right? I'm not saying don't be you, but you need to look clean and professional. That doesn't mean you have to completely give up your. Um, you don't have to look like someone that you're not, but you do need to look good. So sure, you can't do anything about your tattoos, but you can control how you look when you walk into the interview. You need to be neatly dressed, um, you know, have your stuff dry cleaned, you know, not, uh, not all wrinkly and whatnot. And your hair's like, you need to have a haircut like the day before your interview. Your, your facial hair needs to be shaved that morning. Um, even if you have facial hair, like make sure it is like neatly and tightly groomed. Okay. So in the end, whether it is a drug, uh, addiction, a one-time instance where, you know, you made a bad decision and tried something, a time where you 
got too drunk or got too upset and something happened and you ended up going to jail for it, uh, or you were hanging out with the wrong people and doing stuff you shouldn't have been, whether it was what criminal or drugs or whatever, or you made poor financial decisions and didn't take responsibility for them and therefore have a bad credit score, right? Ultimately, your story is yours alone. You are unique because of those things in your life. So be honest. Be honest. Own your past. And sell yourself as a candidate using those tattoos. Whether, you know, it's literal, you have tattoos, or metaphorical in the, the Moana sense, right? Like these experiences are invisible tattoos, right, that you have. Use those as a guide to tell your story in a way that uh, explains who you are today. And that's it. Don't be afraid of your past. You can't change it. And one thing that you must come to accept if you're interested in becoming a police officer is that you can't control everything. And you have to be able to focus on the things you can control and don't worry about the rest. So don't worry about your past. You cannot change it. What you can control is what it says about you in the hiring process. So do some introspective work. Think back on your life. I mentioned this to our members recently that uh, I'm going to be kind of creating a timeline of my life about all the things that have collectively made me who I am today. Because I'm not very good at looking back at my past, um, but I think it's important that we, that we do because it's, it does say a lot about who we are now. And that's a good thing. For me, I know that when I do look at my past, it helps me be more confident in, in who I am because of all the things that I have overcome and accomplished over the years, right? So, uh, and, and you are no different. If you're still living and breathing today, you have overcome plenty of things in your life to get here. Uh, so do some introspective work. Think about your past uh, and create an honest, but, um, you know, extreme ownership style narrative of your life so that when it comes up in an interview, when it comes to, you know, writing an application letter, whatever it is, you can sell yourself using that past and you don't have to be afraid of it. All right. Uh, that's it for this one, you know, relatively short episode, but I think I know this one answers, uh, will answer many m thousands of people's questions on this because this is the, the most common email I get is, am I disqualified for this, th that, and the other? Um, so I hope this answered your question. If I, if I directed you to this podcast, I, I hope that uh, it has set you on a path toward success and um, best of luck to you. Uh, we need good law enforcement officers and we don't need 
we don't need synthetic humanoids like Mark Zuckerberg that never, well, I won't say never make mistakes. He makes plenty of them, but we don't need robots, right? We don't need perfect people. We need people. We need human beings that understand, um, that understand what it means to be human and can be human with their communities that can relate to people who also make mistakes, right? Police officers are generally speaking dealing with people who are making mistakes and in pretty dark times in their lives. So having been there yourself is a a pretty big asset because you can relate, right? So uh, that's what we need. Uh, best of luck if you're looking at getting hired. And I hope that answers your question. Don't forget to go check out our, our membership over at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And to go check out Badge Life, thebadgelife.com. If you are looking to get some new workout clothes or just nice, comfortable, good-looking uh, clothing to wear um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, they make great stuff. Uh, Tony Malik was recently on the show. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. Awesome dude. Uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, but that's at thebadgelife.com. And uh, he'd love to, to see you over there. If you do end up buying something, put Police Academy in the um, promo code box. Just so he knows you found out about, um, about The Badge Life via our show. And uh, we'd appreciate that. That's it. Um, we'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining. Thank you for your support. Love y'all. We'll see you next time. As always, do good. Be strong. Stay free.